Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler, and this week I had the opportunity to sit down with Sydney Weiss. Not only is she a lawyer, but she is also the host of two podcasts, the Seek the Joy podcast and the Stories of Inspiring Joy. I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Sydney was an absolute gem, and I can't wait for her to inspire you as much as she's inspired me. So my name is Sydney Weiss, and I am a lawyer, but I'm also the host and producer behind two podcasts. Um, The first is Seek the Joy podcast, and the other is Stories of Inspiring Joy. And I started Seek the Joy podcast. It'll be four years in October, which is really hard to believe. I started Seek the Joy after I sort of went through like a big metamorphosis within myself. So in 2016, about a month before I graduated from law school, I had shingles, which at 25 felt like really foreign. Like you see commercials for like 60 and over getting a shingle vaccine and I'm 25 with shingles. And that should have been like my first sign. Like you're probably like a little too too stressed. Yes. (laughs) And then I graduate from law school. I sit for the California bar exam, which is a 10 week, very intense studying experience. And at the time, the bar was three days in California. And I came out of that experience probably the most unwell I had ever been in my life, mentally, physically, emotionally. A month later, I had to have an emergency appendectomy. I had to have my appendix removed. Like you're starting to notice a pattern here, like things kept happening. And then it all culminated in not passing the bar exam in November, 2016. And I had this moment where I was like so fatigued, so drained, really like in a bad place mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things. And I realized like something needed to shift. And I went through this sort of nine-month metamorphosis and journey, shifting the way I was eating, the way I spoke to myself, how I viewed the bar exam. I like went from being in such deep fear to being like, I'm going to conquer you. Like You're not going to conquer me. And so by the time I sat for the bar the second time in July 2017, I was a totally different person and I came out of that being like, I want to connect with other people who had similar stories or experiences or just wanted to be vulnerable and have a conversation. And that's what I did. I launched Seek the Joy podcast um, like in October, 2017. Two months later, I found out I passed the bar. So my journey of being a lawyer, thank you. My journey of being a lawyer and also a podcaster and all the things that come with it have really existed simultaneously. And throughout this journey, I just continue to learn so much about myself and expand my comfort comfort zone completely. And like just, it's been an incredible opportunity for connection and growth and all the things. So that's, it's like a snippet of my, of my story. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I have so many comments. First of all, I am so impressed. Your podcast alone is amazing. I love it so much. Um, Thank you. Just like the time you, four years, that's so impressive. Like normally it feels like 16, like it feels like much longer. Yeah. Four years. I don't know. I got to figure out how I'm going to celebrate every year. I try and find a way to celebrate and I'm going to have to figure it out this year. It'll be, it'll be fun to figure out. For sure. Mm -hmm. And then being a lawyer is definitely one of my pipe dreams for sure. If I could have done anything without just like going to school, I would have done that like just magically. And honestly, like I can say say it now, just like looking back, I chickened out of doing the LSAT, like purely out of fear that I was going to fail. Like I mm-hmm. knew that I could have, I could have done it. Like 
probably, but I, I let my anxiety chicken out of it. So mm-hmm. I'm just so impressed. And I oh. love like your journey from like going through it and like not doing as well the first time and then like conquering it fully the second time. That's amazing. I so I understand completely what you're saying about like your anxiety and having this moment of like, oh, is that something I should have done? Like I really would have liked to have done it. I am someone that for my whole life, I've had major like performance anxiety. When I sat for the ACT, I had a full-blown panic attack, like in the middle of the exam. And then when I sat for the LSAT, I like panicked again. And then in my first year at, in law school, I was sitting in my civil procedure final and totally panicked, like blanked. Like I didn't even know where I was. I had panicked so much. And part of my journey through law school and then with the bar was really like facing that level of anxiety and really facing that level of performance anxiety and realizing no matter how I show up on an exam or a test or in life, it doesn't matter. Because what matters is like who I am and how I approach things and how I treat myself and how I treat other people. And I had to make this big sort of shift from like basing my self-worth on those external things and basing it more so on the internal. And through doing that work and like it's it's like heavy lifting. It's it's not easy, but I somehow shifted that level of anxiety in the moment with those exams and how I was gonna perform and Cause I'm with you. Like I still have things I think about, like, should I have done that? Like, did I chicken out? Like, should I have done this thing? But it's so interesting. I feel like we end up on the path that we're supposed to be on. Um, And you can always revisit those dreams. They don't go (laughs) away. They don't go away. Is there a specific thing that inspired you to like go to law school? Cause that's like Mm -hmm. a big task in itself. Just huge. It's, It's a big decision. I am one of those people that like at 12, I sort of declared to anybody and everyone that would listen, like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to go to law school. And I actually remember the moment I was telling my parents this and they both looked at me and they're like, okay, like, are you sure? Like, that's really what you want to do. And I just had made that choice. And I think in a lot of ways, I was always a very creative kid and a very creative person. And there was part of me that always felt like, I needed to be more serious. I'm like, what is more serious than being a lawyer? Um, But ultimately, and this is actually something I only realized in the last year, the reason I went to law school is I wanted to be an advocate. Like I wanted to advocate, advocate for others. And I also wanted to advocate for myself. And the biggest example of advocacy that I could think of was being a lawyer, going to law school. That's like a very traditional model of advocacy. And it's actually really very cool and interesting. I've realized and learned through the podcast, like you can be an advocate through storytelling. You can be an advocate through not only sharing your story, but providing a space for others to share their own, these empathetic, compassionate, intentional spaces to share and to connect. And so I feel like I'm still doing that advocacy work, but in a way through the podcast that is like really me, like very authentically me. And don't get me wrong, like being a lawyer is super rewarding. And I work in entertainment, so I'm I'm a contractual lawyer. I, like I don't do litigation. I'm not in a courtroom, but the podcast has just afforded me that other angle of advocacy and connection that I think I was probably really yearning for at 12. And I just didn't know how to name it. Okay, so I have a random side question that I just yeah. want to ask you. Have you ever heard of the podcast Sinisterhood? Sinisterhood? 
know. Okay. I don't think I have. Have to listen to it. One of the hosts is, well, she's a comedian, a lawyer, and a podcaster, and they talk about true crime. She is delightful. And oh my God. She is so great. Like, seriously. Okay. I'm going to look it up the minute you and I stop listening, like talking, I'm going to immediately go look it up. That sounds Actually, awesome. Listen, everybody, listen to episode 13. I think it's the disappearance of Ben something. It is okay. hilarious. I was rolling on my floor laughing. So, oh, so I love this. I love these shows that bring like humor and comedy to mm-hmm. darker subjects because they can yeah. get real dark real quick. And you're like, um, where's the levity? Like there has to be some. So, okay, I'm gonna look it up. This is a great recommendation. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. So where do you go when you're lacking inspiration? Like on just like a daily, daily basis, say on like a Monday, you're like having it not feeling the day and you're just needing some inspiration. Where would you go? I honestly, in those moments where I feel that way, it's like a big signal and a big cue that I need a break. Like I need rest. I need time away from the screen. Um, And admittedly, I am terrible at those things. Like I am a worker bee. If I get an idea, I run with it. I, I don't know how to like sit still. Like it's not in my nature. But when moments where I feel like the crea- creativity, the ideas, everything is lacking, like I really do need to step away. And so what I do is like I literally leave all the computers and devices behind. I go on a walk. I spend time with family. Um, I, well, I guess this is not leaving a device if I'm watching Netflix, but like, <laughs> you know, just doing something where I'm not using my brain in the same way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Conversations with friends. Um, and allowing myself to sort of explore my own creativity. That could be painting. Last year, I started beading bracelets. Like I was back at summer camp. Like this is like a mid-pandemic hobby that came to light. Like just anything that kind of just lets me peel back a little bit and just like dive into that element of creativity has been so huge for me. But like, it's so weird. Like ideas will hit me at the most random times. Like if I'm in the shower, I get an idea or like there have been moments where I can't sleep. And at 5am, I have this like big idea of something I want to do. I think we have to just not focus too hard on like where the creativity is or where did it go? Like it will pop back in. Like when we least expect it, I think if we give ourselves that space that we need. Oof, I went deep into that craft hole in COVID. Like, I so went, what did you do? I puff painted like jean jackets. I bedazzled oh cups. Like, I was bedazzling just random things. Like, my cats have the best. bedazzled collars. It's ridiculous. Honestly, okay. though, but it's the best because, like, I'm sure you felt like you were reconnecting to like yeah. a part of you that was like probably when you were a kid or like you left behind in some ways. Like, we all. We all need that. It's so funny. I discovered I was cleaning out a cabinet. I discovered all these jewels to be dazzle. Like I have a whole big thing. And I'm like, what am I gonna do with these? And now you're giving me an idea. Like maybe I put it on a jacket or something. Jacket, like, yeah. It'll probably never wear, but just the act of doing it is so much fun. Yeah, put a Netflix show on or some music or a podcast. Yes. It's going. <laughs> yes, you got it. Okay. Um, last few questions. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, no, do you no. have any particular people who like inspire you just like on a day-to-day basis? That is such a good question and actually very difficult for me to answer because I feel like I get inspiration from every single person I meet. For me, like the connecting is an art, like it's a 
pastime. It's like, it's something that really excites me. Anytime I get to talk to somebody new and meet somebody new, and especially in the last year, like Zoom has been my saving grace in moments where I like wouldn't have talked to anybody new otherwise. Like it's just been so much fun with the podcast, especially to meet new people. And so those conversations, I think really inspire me. Um, And this is going to sound so corny, but like just even scrolling on Instagram and seeing people share like where they're at and their level of vulnerability or something that inspired them. It inspires me to keep sharing and to keep going, especially in moments where I'm like, do I feel like doing this today? Does this still feel good? Like you just never know, I think, where where that inspiration is going to come from. But for me, it just comes from somebody new every day. Like I met this woman this morning and she was telling me about how like one of her favorite hobbies is dancing. And it really made me think like, do I enjoy dancing? Is that something I could try and do? Like there was a time during the pandemic where I was taking these like Zumba dance classes that I actually totally forgot about. So she's inspired me now to go back and revisit that. So you just never know like where it's going to come from. That's awesome. I love that so much. Okay. Because I want to go back to those classes and I completely... God, it was a really good workout. You should really they were like that. very early co- quarantine. Like we're talking March, April. Like I actually <laughs> forgot what that time was like completely. So oh, no wonder I blacked out. All hundred percent is gone. It's gone from <laughs> the memory. Mm-hmm. I was yes. doing crazy, probably like Broadway singing down my stairs by myself. Like, oh my God. Not good. <laughs> no, it's great though. Oh my God. I love music from Broadway. Yes. Broadway musicals. Like, I, do you have a favorite? Um, like I could rattle off some of mine. I know. Like, Wicked, I'm curious about yours. Um, yes. Uh, I've been been listening to Funny Girl a lot recently. Mm. I don't know. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. I love the music from Waitress. And obviously mm-hmm. Hamilton is like next yes. level. But, but yeah, I mean, I have moments. Even Dear Evan Hansen, which is like a newer favorite of mine. But yeah, I'm with you. And maybe it's coming out soon as well. I'm going to cry the whole time. <laughs> I will, I will cry that entire, like, I don't know if I can go to a theater. Like people will be looking at me like this chick is randomly crying nonstop. (laughs) It's okay. It'll be okay. (laughs) Okay. One last piece of advice that you have to share inspirational or not. I think it's something that I come back to and I, I share with myself often, which is twofold. It's one, stay patient and trust your journey. And that's actually been the background of my of my phone. Um, I was going to show you, but it, my phone is full of too many notifications. But it's been my my iPhone background since 2014 because I'm somebody that like wants the thing right away. And so it's about staying patient, which is a journey to do, and then trusting your path and trusting how it's all going to unfold. That's been something I guess you could say is like a, a mantra or an affirmation that I've really held on to. And I think part of part of that, I guess the advice I would share within that mantra is no experience is wasted. Like you and I were talking at the very beginning, like how you wanted to go to law school and all these things. And, you know, you may have moments in life where you question what it is that you're doing and why are you doing it? And did I make the right choice? And the truth is, is no experience is wasted. Everything is a tool in your toolbox. You have no idea where that path is going to take you. So just continue to follow your inspiration follow your joy, follow what excites you. And I think it will lead you to where you're meant to be. So that, that's what I would say. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. And also I wanted to tell you, and then I, and then I will let you go. Um, I know like part of the podcast has a lot to do with your grandpa and sharing stories and 
Um, I, my grandpa passed away in October 2020. You can't really see. I've got a bunch of pictures of him behind me. Um, but I just wanted you to know I was really, really touched by your your episode about it and um, just how it continues, I think, to fuel you. <laughs> oh, please. Well, it's okay if you cry. But I, I, I just, cry with kittens, so it's fine. <laughs> so I, just, I just want you to know, like, there, there's a reason that you're you're doing this. And I think a lot of it is just like honoring, you know, like that relationship and him and all those beautiful things. So I just want you to know from someone else who also lost somebody, my grandpa last year, it was, it just, I'm going to cry now too. It really touched me. It really, really touched me. So keep going. Don't Thank stop. Thank you so much. That means, that means so much. You're welcome. You're oh, welcome. God. So, okay. Well, I'm giving you a big virtual <laughs> yes, hug. Virtual so hug. awkward through the screen. You are seriously full of so much inspiration. I've had a blast talking. Me with too. You. Thank uh, you for having me. And I'm excited to share all about you and your podcast on um, Stories of Inspiring Joy, which is our sister podcast pretty yeah. soon. So this was fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for listening to my little podcast. It seriously means the world to me that you even press play in the first place. Be sure to follow my inspiring guests on all their social media platforms, as well as the quest for new inspiration on Instagram, of course. And as of this week, we officially have a Twitter. So go make sure to follow New Inspiration Pod on Twitter, as well as leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. It really does make a world of difference. Thank you so much and be sure to tune in next time.